cultural appropriation can get pretty complex when trying to define the exact term and how it relates to um, certain identities and um, cultural beliefs. But for myself, cultural appropriation is basically the taking of a culture's um, either designs or um, you know, cultural elements and using it uh, for their benefit. So not giving um, any financial incentive or um, support back to the communities that they're pulling from. And I wonder, in talking to people about this, because it is such a broad discussion, some people want to go as far back as to define then what is culture. You know, there are arguments that sharing makes the culture stronger. You know, there are people who talk about how the Kenta cloth and textiles aren't even made from early in Africa. They're made in Holland. But most of the conversations that I have with people about cultural appropriation, they're looking for a way, they're looking for permission. They're looking for me as a, as a black woman to give them permission to do these things, whether or not I come from that culture. When you're talking about this in the broader scope, do you find that sort of argument where people are basically looking to you to give permission and not necessarily truly understand what it is that is the issue? Oh, yes, definitely. All the time. Um, so this is something that has been happening recently within the last couple of years, uh, where a lot of either individuals or organizations or even instructors reach out to me to kind of get feedback in terms of if something is being appropriated. Um, and I try to be as clear as possible saying, um, usually it's best to do your own research in terms of understanding what cultural appropriation is, how you would personally define it. Um, but like I said, it varies from, you know, area to area, um, especially when talking about cultural appropriation within design or even arts. Um, there's different kind of guidelines and rules when it comes to that. So that's why cultural appropriation is kind of a very fine line between whether it's appreciation or appropriation. Um, but for, you know, most individuals that I talk to, I try to give them as much context in terms of why it is hurtful for certain communities um, and why it's important to be able to teach those histories because most often these are the histories that are kind of omitted from books and everything and it's not as very widely talked about as it should be. And I think the one thing that people, I don't want to say that people, let me just put this into a personal, let me just speak for myself here. This isn't new. But it seems now that there is an eye turned to it. What turned your eye to it? What is it that, that brought it to your attention that really sort of, as my mother would say, put that taste in your mouth? Yeah. Uh, so the first time that really kind of impacted me was leaving my home state of New Mexico. Um, so in New Mexico, I'm surrounded not only by my own culture, um, but a lot of a blend of different indigenous cultures within that region. Um, so it's very... Um, heavy on our heritage and our history. So coming up to Wisconsin, that was kind of one of my first times experiencing um, the way that people kind of appropriate our identity. And it was actually a trip to Urban Outfitters um, and realizing a lot of the designs that they were pulling from were taken out of context. So certain designs are related either to um, ceremony, especially within the Diné culture, sand paintings are extremely important, but there were jackets with the 
Yebache's on there. Um, you know, there was underwear with Navajo or Diné um, design elements on it. So it was kind of a huge disrespect to not only myself, but also to the community that I represent. Um, and it's just the fact that people saw it just as an aesthetic appeal and not understanding that it's connected to a very long line and history of indigenous people.